what it do it's your boy Lucha Longwood. we are back and this is a brand new year what's good everybody it's your boy Tudang. good to be back missed y'all this is sauce welcome back it's just max reporting to you live yes we are reporting live in this brand new year because we all survived bars <laughs> <laughs> baby now Damn, yeah, bro. What about Betty White, bro? Like, oh why been like she saw like that ending of twenty twenty two? That shit been coming for a little bit though. Yeah, bro. yeah. Zach Fox, still... whatever. I was about to say Zach Fox, like no Shadamas with that, bro. Betty White, but when she's dead, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. Just so. like that. Shit, it's crazy though, man. I'm like, I had a feeling it was coming, but I didn't know that it was gonna be like that. But. It was her, and it's like a whole bunch of like big name people, like her, um, Sydney Poitier, um, yeah, Bob Saget. Bob Saget. I mean, dang, bro, like it hit all at once. I'm just like, shit. But Betty White was a yeah. legendary because how she went out, dog. She was actually the one that took Cell to the other world when he was about to blow up her. Yo, I can see that. Wait, did she? Yeah, bro. She was a voice actor in DBZ. Yeah, bro. Really? God damn it, bro! You had me so yeah, hyped so for convinced. a second. You had me so hyped. I was about to gain so much face, respect. Like, I was like, Betty White was actually grilling in that show, yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Well, I was like, maybe she played a side character. Maybe like her grandson was like, bro. Grandma, I love Dragon Ball Z. The please. She was like, okay, I don't know what the fuck this That's is, but the Cell Saga, bro. sure, let's go. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to my boy Frankie Day for that legendary. <laughs> and we back. Yo, we go, man. Yo, I gotta say, Christmas and New Year's have went by quick. I didn't even think that we even have a Christmas and New Year's. All I knew was it was just a day. It went by. That was it. I was just I don't even know, man. But honestly, I'm happy that uh, everybody enjoyed their New Year's and Christmas. No insane crazy stuff happened. Um, but honestly, though, just like I said, the whole everybody dying quickly thing is just insane. And I'm really hoping that this year ends up being a lot better. You know, I just really hope that, you know, we don't have another pandemic shut down again. That's my thing, even though a lot of people from New York is kind of trying to move down here in Florida, which I need to take your eyes back up there. (laughs) (laughs) There's no more room. Bro, I, I ain't never seen so many people move here or trying to get some, like, places here and stuff like that. Like, rent's been crazy. Everything's been crazy. Rent's been going up. Um, I don't know. It's, like, it's been shocking, but at the same time, it was already, you know, it was already coming. You know what I'm saying? It was just one of those things. It's, like, it sucks, but at the same time, you got to figure what's happening. It was kind of inevitable, I was about to say. I mean... People, Florida's been, been happening for a while. I've been talking to a lot of people since the uh, the outbreak, saying that basically I would almost say like Texas, like Houston, Austin, Texas, and Tampa, Florida right now, I would say are like the biggest places that people are moving to. And I would say, not overstretching, but I want to say Tampa's almost like the new LA in a way. Just oh, like yeah. with Texas. They're both like becoming huge areas for media. Uh, and that's booming. Like everything's Facts. booming big in terms of that, like way faster than it was, like you guys were saying a couple years ago. I mean, they're building so many new stuff out here, man. And it's been crazy. Um, and just to have so much news outlets coming out here, too, as well, too, has been insane. And, I mean, I'm really hoping that, you know, things don't get too, too crazy. But, I mean, you never know. You never know. But 
And then of course, you know, everybody's still going ham on the on the stock stuff and the NFT stuff, which honestly it's been crazy. I've been seeing a lot of NFTs now. You haven't copped any of your yeah. purple purple caterpillars? Oh you no, not yet. Those, no, not yet. Not yet. Oh shit, dog. But I've been seeing a whole bunch of new stuff though. I ain't gonna front, not even joking, but like I saw one that I might end up getting populated down the line. It's called uh called Tribe. I got I gotta look at the um the name of it. It's called Tribe X NFT. And it's, it's the way they had it, like graphically made, it was really dope. And I don't know, I just, I've been kind of on and off again with that. But like I said, how I do it is I rather just go ahead and just research everything before I just jump in and, and just invest and everything like that. Because, I mean, it's. it's yeah, it's well, there's a, a lot of scams in the NFT world. It's yeah. really, it's kind of a hit or miss market a lot yeah. of the time. Yeah, but it's crazy how like some of those eighteen year olds are getting like rich off of that shit though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they saw the trend and they capitalized, and it was good. I mean, like getting into a board ape or a punk. I mean, that that was smart. Bro, it turned out to be a good investment, especially the board apes. Talking about bad investments, y'all heard about Logan Paul? Oh, bro, oh, just about to bring oh, that up. Oh yeah, the fucking three point five million dollars scam. Yeah, holy shit. I was just about shit. to bring that. Like, you got the like, GI Joe cards? Three point five million. Three point five million. That's what it was. At least he Bro. got insurance on Yo, that. Yo, like, funniest part know? is... Did he? Funniest yeah, part he, is... I'm like, pretty, he, I'm, so he might not get... Like, I'm pretty sure... That uh, much I'm pretty sure the co one of the co-hosts of the, his uh, impulsive podcast is one of the people that got him that pack. And I'm pretty sure he paid like 2.7 million and then Logan bought it from him for 3.5. Oh, and so shit. technically that guy didn't even get fucked. But just Logan did because Logan paid him. And see, like, the weird thing is I saw... 3.5. I saw like a short little video clip. I believe it's the guy that paid the two point seven million that you're talking about. He was like, "Yeah, man. Like, I just felt weird about it even from the beginning because yeah. like the story kept changing and there were so many inconsistencies yeah. with it." Everyone that's I saw that right. said that like was like, "Why would you say that at the beginning?" Yeah, that's what yeah, I was. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, no one would have spent that much money with that sketchy. Yeah. So it's. I mean, I don't think it's all publicity. I think they're just really like that was just a really dumb move, or it's all like just for. Like, like a, a news story, essentially. It could yeah. all... No, now, he, well, nowadays, you never know if it's some really, fabricated he shit. He had, like, professional people there, like, checking him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he had, he like, had a TCG company. No, he had the Pokemon thing. It was the actual Pokemon yeah, company? Mr. Hassler, whatever it was. The guy okay. Was there, yeah. And yeah, when he said they looked... Was fake? Yeah, well, if, they, he, yeah, Joe cards in that yeah on first look, he was like, okay, this looks pretty solid. But as soon as he opened the box and he started feeling around and shit, he was like, there's things off no, about ex- this. As soon Whoa. as they felt one of the packs, they said it was Instead of it being straight solid, basically meaning that there was not the right packs, they should have been like. So immediately they were like, they opened. There was like GI Joe cards. In there. Yeah. Oh shit! That's yeah, obviously they, they crazy. So yo, imagine getting paid though, like two point seven million for that, like for just like GI, like you, you literally could have just stuffed your own GI Joe things mm-hmm. in old boxes, like sold it to that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, resealed I, it. I, I t- that's why I tell you, I used to work in um this antique shop. It was a like sort of antique pawn shop. I used to have people bring in like just rings and shit, and they'd be talking about, like, oh, I paid such and such for it. And then you look into it, and it's like, dude, this is like not even, it's like cubic zirconium. And, you know, this is how much you're gonna pay. And then they get pissy about it and stuff. And it's like, I mean, you gotta look at, you gotta get that shit authenticated, bro. Like, you gotta mm-hmm. look at that before you start purchasing. Cause you don't get it like authenticated, you're gonna end up buying something that ain't gonna be real. And I mean, I've been, don't get me wrong, I've been scammed a couple of times. I've ended up buying some fake shit that, like, I even, I got pissed off. I was like, damn, I should have, like, I mean, it wasn't as vicious as $5 million, but it was close, like, it felt like it. But it was just like, I, you have to really look into how much you're really, you know, you're spending on everything, you know? Yeah, well, it's like jewelry's not one of those things you should just, like, kind of jump into and just 
buy some shit. You you should know what you're doing. So when, said, there was a comment that, that they made or somewhere. He was like, "Well, I need I need a lot of video uh, views on this vid. If you guys can help me with that to make back my loss." He said, "Let me get that monetization, yeah. baby." Nah, bro. I would have been like, "Nah, you learned, day, bro." Like, I especially I don't I don't fuck with Paul. Bro. I, I ain't gonna fuck with him. I don't no, fuck I, with him like I'm that. not saying like I care. I thought that shit was just funny. It was just like, no, it's it's hilarious. But you gotta understand, a lot of people do that, man. And now now we live in the world where everybody gotta out hustle somebody else because they gotta make that money because they don't want to go back to regular work. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. To this day, we still dealing with unemployment. You know, people still not coming back to work. People still trying to get that, that check. But at the same time, some people are actually becoming creative and starting their own business, which I actually do commend them for doing that. To, you know, for those who are out there putting their work and doing their own business. I mean, you got to because, I mean... That's another source of income coming in. Yeah, you got to create some, like, multiple things of income. I mean, that's been pushed around even my a friend of mine um she does like little talks about that too you know about getting multiple incomes in and everything and honestly i think that's like the best bet for anybody especially those who are in our our age group you know we don't we're not really taught that we're just taught oh just you know get a job go to work blah 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 whatever and be done with it but it's like well then if you have a creative mindset and you want to try to make some extra money create that next passive you know, income and everything. I yeah. think that, that would be the move for a lot of people, you know. It's just also hard, though, because not everyone can technically own a business in the aspect that we don't have enough resources. So it's like, I don't know. People don't get paid a fair wage, too. It's kind of fucked that people are forced. You know, it's like we have to do the side hustles now. Not that, you know, I, you know, people want to pursue their dreams, and that's great. Yeah. But you sometimes can... it's not even dreams. Sometimes it's like, oh, I'm selling, like, aftermarket Tupperware from China mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm pay, you know, like selling, I'm buying it for two bucks and selling it for 10 you and it's like these people are in these rat races where it's like you know they got yeah. like 10 15 different things where they're like this is my next thing this is my next thing and it's like fuck like it'd be nice if someone could work in a factory and make like 40 50 thousand dollars a year and feed their family you feel me right. but at the end of the day honestly bro the biggest lie is and i want to say this because after you just said that i'm gonna be bluntly honest with you the biggest lie is people say that they, they cannot be able to chase their dreams and that's the biggest lie because you can it just takes discipline. And if you have discipline, you'll be able to get it. Now, if you don't have discipline, of course, you're not going to be able to get it and whatnot. You're yeah. going to be stuck in the same thing. There's but a level of luck, too. So, but... I mean, yeah, there's that. But it's networking, discipline, and just learning can get you what you need to be at. But the problem is, you know, like I said, a lot of people don't want to do that. They just want to live a normal, content life, whatnot. Not, you know, not stressing over extra stuff they got to do. But this is my thing, though. It's like, even with all that, you can get you a regular job or you can get you a, a little side. It even have to be like a billion-dollar job or whatnot. It's just, you can make something that you can be happy on. And I think now that's what we need to start doing for ourselves, too. I agree. It's well, find something that you can do that's going to make you happy. Yeah, because a lot of people focus on the amount of money. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I just wanted to say this real quick. You know, a lot of people focus on the amount of money. It's more about just what makes you happy. It doesn't matter if you're making millions of dollars, like you said. Just that you're doing something that fulfills you. Right. To accentuate what you're both you're basically saying, I would say that like luck, like with enough discipline, you can accomplish your goals. Where luck comes into play is how quickly that happens. Yeah, that's be, a good way to put it. If you're like 15, 16, like Justin Bieber, and you have an amazing voice, I guarantee you, in the same way as like college sports, there are people out there that are just as good younger. They just don't have the airtime yet, and that is where luck comes into play. But that does not mean that down the road, eventually. They will not have their time. Yeah, and that's just more where luck comes in, and that's where I agree with like both 
Well, that's my thing, biggest thing. That's kind of a, a thing I kind of have an issue with when people say luck. And it's, it's like, it's more than just luck. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I I agree with you on the luck thing where there is luck. Yes, you find people, but it depends on timing. If you can get at the right time, at the right moment, that makes a whole lot of difference. Especially some people you know. Because you could talk to somebody and the biggest thing that will get you to wherever you need to be at is to humble yourself. Being humble will make you just be in whatever position you want to be in. Because when you're humble, people can trust you. Nobody don't want to go up to an asshole and, and, and think that they're going to trust him. Hell no. Nah. Somebody come up to you and say, hey, Frank, you blah, 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 whatever. You don't think you want to talk to him about business? Hell no. Nah. Unless, you, you know, unless you want that aggressiveness for your marketing. But if that's not what you want, then no. But people who are humble will be the main ones that go forward. Now, with that being said, humble does not mean you got to always be nice all the time. You just have to be real. And to be humble is to be real. And a lot of people mix that up when they say, oh, well, humble is being, being way too nice. No, no, no. Humble is being real. It's saying, hey, look, you know, I respect you. You know, I don't agree with what you say, but, bro, I respect you because your hustle is blah, blah, blah. That's being humble. You know, but people take being humble is being nice, like saying, be, like being a yes man. That's what it meant. Like, if you're being a yes man, you're going to go for it. No, you be a yes man, everybody's going to walk over you. Everybody's going to look at you like, oh, well, he's going to be easy, blah, 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 whatever. But actually, being humble is, hey, look, you know, I don't agree with what you say, but listen, I respect your work. I respect this and that. And I honestly want to work with you on that, if you allow me to. And that's being humble. But, uh, you know, nowadays we live in a time where people are so, you know, prideful, they don't want to be humble. And that pride overshadows that humble. Well, it's because a lot of people are taught that pride is what's going to make them win. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, it's, it's like half and half. You gotta, uh, for me, being humble is more so like, even if you know that you have talent, not like, uh, not allowing it to get so much to your head that you feel like you can shit on other people. Never yeah. feeling like you are truly better than someone else just because you have more maybe innate ability. Mm-hmm. Because if someone puts in that work, they can probably at least get to the same level of talent. I would say when it comes into the luck thing, I, I more so only mean that like, if you're like a kid born in Mississippi and like rural Mississippi with no internet connection, you could be like the next Justin Bieber. But you know, until you're 18 and you can get out of your town, like you might, you might just not really have an opportunity. And it's like, that sucks for that person. That's not right. There's not really anything you can do about that. But it's like some people, you know, if you're born in LA, it's like you have a, you have a little bit better of a chance of networking and effectively meeting people than if you're born in like, uh, you know, Kentucky. But it's all about that person who gets out and actually network because even if even without online you can find people you can find people in that that ruin or whoever you can ask somebody hey you know so and so hey is there a way to do that and whatnot it just depends on who you surround yourself with yeah that if you create an environment for yourself where you can actually meet new people like constantly new people not just things but constantly new people and you talk with them and say hey yeah you know i want to do this and that that one person will be like, so you're a singer? Oh, okay. Well, let me go ahead and talk to so-and-so and, and let's, let's audition. Yeah. And as soon as they hear you, they're like, hey, look, I want to set up a meeting with some people. I want to try to get you lined up really good. I want to get you, you know, recorded in the studio and we'll make a, a plan for you. You know, 
that right there comes from humbleness, networking, and just getting to yourself out there. Sometimes we stuck in that box. You got to get out of that box. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, in any in any way, shape, or form, it just depends on the people you surround yourself with. Because, yes, it, it, it is crazy where you have people who are talented, but they waste that talent because they feel that they're not going to go anywhere or because the wrong, the wrong people get in their head and tell them, like, oh, well, you know, you think you're going to be good, but you're not. You know, or they'll say, oh, you can't do it because this is that. You know, I mean... I'm going to say a personal story. Um, I grew up, you know, in a religious family. And so we were, I was always taught, you know, don't don't chase after something because it's not going to really last that long. You know, just focus on being closer to God and all this stuff. And in my head, throughout years, I, I instilled that in my mind. Like, yeah, I might not be able to do that. I might not be able to do that. I might not be able to do that. But then... I had a couple friends from school who were, you know, recording music and whatnot. I ain't gonna lie, they were awful, but <laughs> they they did good to the point where they were getting shows. And so I think to myself, like, how are they out there doing this and that? How did you know? And it was just fighting that that feeling to the point after graduation, I was like, okay, I gotta make a step. You know, either I'm gonna sit there and try to pursue this path that I'm not 100% fully on. Or pursue something that I really want to do and see where it goes with that. And guess what I did? I pursued what I want to try to do. And it all stems from being in that environment that I could have just said, no, I'm just going to give up everything, whatnot. I had that choice to do that. But I also had a choice to chase after what I wanted. And whether it took me to a, a, new, a new platform or whatever, I just did it because I love it. I didn't do it to get rich. I didn't do it to be famous. I didn't do it to do that. I did that because I love the stuff. Yeah. I love my music. I love learning about doing podcast stuff. I love talking to new people every single day. You know, learn about them. Let, let them learn about me. That's what really gets me drive every single day. If I can learn about somebody new, somebody who I don't even know, and learn about their story and go from there, that's what makes a life. But that's why I say it was never luck. And I love, I mean, I always believed in luck too. But then I think to myself, well, it's about the people you know. It's about the environment you know. You know? See, I guess the only reason I use luck is because going back to being humble, that's like, that is part of my humble mentality in yeah. the aspect that like, no matter how good you are, if you make it, you are blessed in some capacity. And that, I'm not saying luck to diminish an artist to take away from their ability or their drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more just saying, like, granted, if you were making even hundreds of thousands of dollars off music, mm-hmm. like, you have been granted, like, a, a, a gift. You have been given an opportunity that not everyone can get. And yeah. that's that's all I mean by luck. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying, you know, it's some sort of, like, people are just blindly walking yeah. into some shit. <laughs> yeah, more yeah, so yeah. just, like, these people are blessed. It is a yeah. blessing. Because you, let's say you network with the right people, but they just don't. Not, not, let's not say the right people, good people, but they just don't get your style. Yeah. It's yeah. like, there's, there's a lot of factors, but like you said, it's like, you got to keep going. That's where the drive comes in because yeah. you can, you can formulate your luck. You can mold your luck to a degree and make your, your chances higher mm-hmm. in a sense. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. And, um, and that's what, that's why I was going at with it. You know, I was trying to do anything, but I, I wanted to interject that because it's like you know, people to understand when they listen to the show, when they listen to the music, 
when they listen to or look at stuff that we, you know, that we do or other people do, I want them to instill that in their mindset so that it's more than that they can get out of that door. Even if you're good, bad, whatever, you can make something out of yourself and be happy with it. Yeah, if you put in the hours, I mean, like, you can make something. Put in the hours, network with the right people, talk, you know, open yourself up to certain ones. I ain't saying open yourself all the way up to everybody. I'm saying open yourself up to people who are going to benefit you in the long run. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I go from there. Um, but overall, man, <laughs> that was a good ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that's the mindset, bro. That's the mindset I, I've always been on. And to, to take back to, you know, all that stuff. Oh, going back on the whole death thing, though, it's crazy how now, you know, you ever think about that where a big celebrity died when they die, now they become popular? Or certain things like yeah, their views always pop yeah, up. Yeah, or just like you know, what rappers when they die, their 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 music is now now they now people like their music, and so now they're doing posthumous music. See, I was about to say I could have a whole little conversation on posthumous music. I feel yeah. so weird about that. Yeah, well, I I legitimately can't honestly listen to posthumous albums. Like yes. I can't. It doesn't. Yes. I'm sure there are good songs put out, but it's just weird to me. It's just. Oh. And yes. you know, I get it. It benefits the family. People still want to hear it. You know, it. Uh, like. Not solidifies the artist, not glamorizes, but it kind of gives them like a, you know, it's almost like an honor to them in a way, I guess, if you do it justice, but ah, I, just, I can't. Yeah, it's, I just, I can't. it's weird. I don't bro. know. It's weird, man. It's weird. Um, what are y'all thoughts on Possible's Possible's music? I think big, one of Biggie's hardest albums was released in post. I mean, that's, that's the only case that I could really give you that was good. Well, see, artists that, because Biggie, yeah, Biggie definitely died before we were born. Yeah. yeah, artists that died before no. I was born, I feel different about them. For some reason, like, I can listen to a posthumous album from, like... Yeah, yeah. From, like, but it's, like, if I actively listen to someone while they were alive, and then they die, and then a new album comes out, that just feels weird to me. It's like Mac Miller. I haven't listened to his, his album that came out after he passed away, just because I don't know if that's what he would have... How, how he would have wanted to master it. I don't know if that's how, you know, everything is played out how he would have wanted to be represented. So, it's like, I just can't... I still support the family and everything, but I just can't do it. It's weird. Weird little thing. I mean, yeah, I guess it really just depends on what you look at it as. Cause, like, you could say, like, well, anything that I'm putting towards it goes towards the family and, like, his name. So it's, like, a good thing. So it's, like, good, but at the same time, like, it might not even be, like, what they wanted. So it's, like, so, it's a weird vibe. But, I mean, that's, I don't know. That's kind of where it's... I kind of, like, kind of leaning towards more of the opposite. Okay. Just because, like, I mean... If it like if I like go away, I mean that's like what most of like these big star um celebrities and like artists goes like legends never die. If y'all if y'all really truly fucks with me, then keep continuing my legacy on. Like keep continuing carrying my name and like the shit that I believe in and I do and like have faith in type shit. So I'm I mean like I kind of like I'm leaning more towards that side because even though I I'm gone and they still releasing music, I know at the end of the day there was a contract signed and stuff like that. And all of that rights and, like, money is going to go to the people that, you know, that I want the money to go to, like, my mom or, you know, like, loved ones and stuff like that. So, I mean, even if, like, just use my name and use what I believe in, like, as in that perspective, like, most of, like, the not example fair. with Juice World, you know? Yeah, that's a fair perspective. I get that. I feel that. Well, I like to lean more towards the opposite. But I do. Like, I see both sides of it. Yeah, realistically. I'm saying, like I agree with like what y'all saying because like 
they can't really like fuck them over just because like even they are dead they're still gonna try to like use every single penny and worth that they can get out of yeah but in reality like in any dark situation there's gonna be some good and light out of it so I, but i'm like more leaning towards on that side though well it's like but, i don't see one is right or wrong i'm more just it's like you know if for me, it just feels weird to listen to the posthumous albums, but that doesn't mean they're bad. That doesn't mean they're bad at all, you know? My, big, my big thing is, like, what you were saying is that, like, if you as an artist decided that you were, like, you know, you got with lawyers or whatever, and you decided that, like, you, know, you had planned everything out, yeah. and you had, like, people knew ahead of time, like, if he passes, he basically is, like, giving or leaving his catalog where, like, he wants his shit to continue. It's, like, that to me is cool. Like, sounds that cool sounds super, super stupid, but, like, that sounds way more like it in a way of like, like deciding. The differentiator for me is that like you deciding you want people to continue it on. I have way more respect in people doing it then, or people making money even off of it versus like Mac Miller. No offense to him, obviously R.I.P. But like him passing unexpectedly, and now suddenly it's like unless his parents get like or his estate get all of the sales, it's like now you might have songs where he hated them and he was. Would never put them out, and they're making like thousands of millions. Yeah, of and it's mainly the that label. That to me is the issue in terms of what you know or don't. But your True. thing is sick. I would look if you did that or whoever did that. If it was like, yo, I want to be timeless. So if someone likes my beats forty years from now, like put me on, like put me as a feature, even though I'm gone, like I don't care. That's sick. Like I think that's pretty. That's pretty like the way to do it. Well, and the other thing I didn't think about is um they could have like producer friends that realistically like get these vocal samples and they're not samples but vocal recordings and. You know, they get permission from the family, and they're like, you know, yeah, it's well, like their way to honor him. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, I used to always know. produce songs for Mac. Like, this this is a good verse. I'm going to do something with this that I know he would like, well, like type I've, shit. Well, I've heard a lot of, like, the little peep stuff they've released now is, like, songs that he hadn't fully put out that, like you said, get collabs and all these things that he had done with people that were just, like... People know him out. well enough yeah. to where they're like, I know what he was going for with this. We'll assume. Or, like, yeah, more assume, but still. Yeah. A lot of it, too, if you've already had it partially made already it's like you're just adding a couple of things i don't think they there was like there's situations where they just had lyrics and they like remade a whole song based on that it's like a lot of it's just like that's like, well it depends if they're a rapper or producer more so yeah because if they were just written like if they just recorded their audio and sent it to a producer you, they just have the raw well then, but, they, then they can mix it on any yeah so exactly what they would do like they would have like where the artist will record like you know like the verse and lyrics and stuff and just have like that part and just have like have all like other beats on it like have different beats so like like there's an original beat and then like there's like other type like type versions of it out there like on YouTube, especially like Little Peep as well. Yeah, facts. Um, I don't know, man. It's kind of weird. Um, uh, the I think the only album that I really didn't like that was posthumous was DMX's album. Um, mainly because it just did not sound like remember Mix and Master that just did not do a good job. And like certain songs on there was like, I mean, he kind of would, but kind of wouldn't do with these certain artists. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of weird for me. And like, I kind of love certain posthumous albums, but at the same time, it's just like, you can tell it just took that person's lyrics and just try to fix them up to the point where, okay, whatever they cut off, we're going to try to get this person to jump in, you know, which is like. Well, it's like sometimes yeah. you see something like Tupac remix with Ed Sheeran and Diplo, and it's like, yeah, I don't, what? I don't, I, I don't think that's a real thing. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm saying like in general, it's like I don't know if Tupac would have would have done that. 
Hello. Maybe he would have. I don't know. I mean, but... that's, that's the biggest thing, though, too. That's the that's why I always argue with him, too. Because it's like, everybody keeps saying, well, I would think Tupac would do this or, or Biggie would do that. I'm like, well, when it comes to times like this, most likely they will probably jump yeah, in. Yeah, because it's will. like you look like Snoop and uh, Busta Rhymes. I mean, they still, they mess with the younger rappers. They mm-hmm. they hop on uh, features on their songs. Well, not like commonly, but once in a while. Yeah, because usually they're excited to see the new generation. It's like, yeah. oh shit, it's new style, new sound, like. And yeah, and it's like a lot. That's the most biggest misconception where they say, "No, a lot of old school people don't like new." I'm like, no, a lot of old school people love the new generation. They just want to work with certain artists, you know, and certain people that start working with them and put them on their albums and everything, try to get them up. And I mean, that to me is the biggest respect out of everything. Yeah, well, it's like Lil Pump versus Juice World. It's like you can tell the amount of love Juice World gets versus Lil Pump because he's an mm-hmm. actual respected, like, well-crafted young artist yeah. that put out shit with good lyrics and good production as opposed to, like, you know, Lil Pump is like a one-hit wonder. Yeah. All right, man, so we're down to that one. We're about down to the one-minute mark, so you know we're about to go ahead and drop some new, new, new stuff coming out. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into break, but we got my homeboy's brand-new track today tim my boy my brother timmy b got his new track called the stage y'all make sure y'all go on no music no life ent to check this song out but we're gonna go ahead and premiere it for y'all tonight uh we'll come right back to y'all after these messages it's your boy lucha long wolf and we'll be back hey Inside 
want to check out some dope short films and some awesome music videos go on a misfit inlet you can always check it out on odyssey and patreon misfit inlet is owned by the husband and wife mark and amber yates it's a very dope project that they have right now which is a last mill in anarchy and base race laps and honestly those are the dopest things you could check out on the sites make sure y'all go on the link on their instagram a misfit inlet and definitely check out their videos because honestly these guys are phenomenal and also tell them that your boy luchi long wolf sent you <laughs> that is a misfit inlet on both odyssey and patreon Shout out to my brother Timmy B in the building, man. You know, he came out with that new track, uh, The Stage. Like I said, the new project is coming out called The Follow-Up. Y'all make sure y'all tune in and get that. And if y'all want to hear that song and other single, which is called Another Day, go on No Music, No Life, ENT on YouTube. And make sure y'all check out all of our projects. Because not only his stuff on there, but my stuff on there, just Max stuff on there, everybody's stuff on there. So y'all make sure y'all check that out. And we also got the podcast on there too. So if you missed the podcast on here and you want to listen to it on, on, on YouTube, we have the podcast on there as well too. So we got everything on No Music, No Life, ENT. Y'all heard. Feel me? And um, with that being said, bruh, I have, to, I have to ask, man. What do y'all think about the new shows that have been coming out? Um, the one that comes to mind is Invincible. I fucking love Invincible. Invincible's fine. I want a new season so bad. I don't know if it's me, but it's like, nowadays, most new oh. shows are being, like, a lot more darker. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, everyone's growing up and from that time period. Yeah. Like, we were, like, that experimental generation with that, like, whole cash cow media where they were selling us, like, you know, we were, like, people for Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon, all that shit, and now, yeah. like, that's They're true. reformatting all of that shit to continue to make money off of us, which it's cool. I mean, it's cool shit a lot of the time, so I'm not mad yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it's this, you know, I feel like it's a natural progression in a good way. Yeah. Some sometimes, other times, eh. But but they they just released a new trailer for um Fresh Prince, the uh, Bel Air trailer where they made it more mature. I've heard that's supposed to be then, very interesting compared to the. Yeah, they made it more mature and stuff, and now it's okay. more of okay. a TV mature rather than when it was like PG or you know G. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just been kind of brewing in my mind because it's like, and I mean, and the show was produced by Will Smith, so the that's the big thing. So Will Smith signed on to do it because he loved the trailer that dropped back in 2019, where they they made like a reinvention of like a darker version of you know Fresh Prince, and yeah. now they're continuing that story. With Isn't this it like that show based off his life, like how he got into Hollywood? Yeah, yeah. Well, kind of, sort of, but not really. Like, it's a character he just created, and then he kind of in- influenced with his life. And so he uh, made that into what his, what his rap persona was, and then, you know, grew up from that. You know, so it was, like, mixed between That's his cool. life and all that. But I like the fact that, you know, he's a part of it. But it just kind of made me think it's like, you know, 
it's a very interesting take on it, you know. And the thing about it, if the show was sort of lighthearted, but at the same time had serious issues on it. Yeah, for sure. You they were know? good at tackling some some darker issues here yeah. and there. Yeah. So it's like having that and then now making it where it's a little bit darker and it's like he's basically being challenged by his uncle. Um, it's, it's very interesting. And I, and that got me thinking the other day. It's like I've noticed that with a lot of shows now, they are doing either this it goes two routes. It you can either go very good where it's very, you know, fun or whatnot, and then it goes very dark, where it's like, okay, we're going to, to a darker, more serious route on it. Yeah. Well it seems yeah. like dark humor is kinda of becoming the meta, uh, in a way. It's like the new it's it's becoming almost more mainstream like in the aspect that it's more accepted now it's more okay to do and like uh common not common media but people want it more i guess it's becoming more common media yeah i mean it's it's like nowadays you have a lot more dark comedy stuff or comedy with like a dark tone to it and it's like it's good but it's bad if you oversaturate it like i think Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just go, had go like, for it. No, I just had a connection. I feel like if I, if, if anything, because we've grown up in such a chaotic like past thirty years mm-hmm. with our childhood and shit, those dark comedies are probably just a reflection of like yeah. kind of the atmosphere, like a, a a way of joking about the atmosphere that we're used to now, as far as all the crazy shit that happens day to day. I yeah, mean, it just makes sense with the times. And I make and it makes sense. You know, like I say, it's it's one of those things where you take what you get at the same time you understand where it comes from, like, that that root of it. But at the same time, it's like with our childhood shows that we grew up watching and everything, some of them are doing reboots or continuations of that. And, I mean, some of them really killed it. And others are just like, you know, do you really want to do a continuation of that and everything? And to me, it kind of gets to me where it's like, you certain shows don't really need to have continuations. You know, it's to be left where it was. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or- well, it was like the Samurai Jack reboot was fucking sick. Oh, like, that, that was, was phenomenal. Awesome. That was amazing. That was phenomenal. If y'all have not seen that, y'all need to go watch it because that is the most phenomenal project that Jindy did. And that respect for old boy. That respect for him. He continued. That's the continuation I would love. Yeah. That's see, that's the type of shit you want to see. Yeah. If it's a continuation of a story that's been ongoing, I mean, do it that way. You know, but don't don't do it like how they did Dexter. Dexter's a little. Oh, no, 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 no. The no, new. No. Oh, I have not seen the new Dexter. See, I've yeah. I haven't. I really appreciate oh. the old Dexter. It looks cool, but I haven't seen it. Dexter, new, new Dexter's not here. Yeah. I want to speak. I want to speak on uh, some of the Prince of Bel Air stuff. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. I heard a couple things. One, um, it's supposed to be like when you say darker. It's not. I don't think it's even supposed to be like humor. It's supposed to literally be more like. Or drama. Yeah, like he's. It's like instead of it being more of a family sitcom, it's supposed to be like almost like I'm not gonna like a Jersey Shore Degrassi type vibe, in my opinion, without it being like the socialist. Because like literally Carlton now is supposed to be like his drug dealer friend, and it's like they live in like Beverly Hills, and it's like, but not like kid version. It's supposed to be like he goes to like real parties, like and with like actual. So it's like they're going around, which for me is like. Okay, so you're basically showing like, like Tiger's life or like something to where it's like, like you said, it's almost like a spinoff but different. It's like so you're just kind of trying to like fantasize like this lifestyle to people now. Well, that almost just sounds like a different show. 
that's what it is. But, but, what, I'm saying, yeah. what I'm saying is what it's supposed to like. Basically. Is it still based off the same characters? Yeah, at yeah, all? yeah. It's based off the same characters. It's just the fact that they upgraded them. Because okay, because well, but like Carlton used to be like a square. Well, yeah, Carlton used to be a square. But yeah, I remember back then, you well, know, if you, if you have a black dude who be around a whole bunch of white folks, then they, they you know, they call him, you know, that. Yeah. Whereas now they try to make him be the more cool dude and everything, just because so they won't have that same character and stuff like that. So that you know. I, I, get what like you mean. I guess I'm surprised that uh you remember, you remember Jasper? Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't make it like him the drug dealer. That's that's more what like I'm saying like facts. Not facts. like you know, and I'm sure if it works, it works. If it's cool, like I haven't seen it yet, so I can't judge it. Yeah. But I don't know, that, that that's like a twist. Carlton being a drug dealer. That's but, a, uh, yeah. my, my biggest thing with that is the reboot. Like what I was trying to say with that whole thing is I would prefer it's like if you have a fresh twist on something, like I respect Will Smith producing it, he probably feels like it's original enough to where it's not like going to mess up what he's done and i respect that i just feel like at that point bro you could make like hard andy griffith if you really wanted to you could like go back and be yeah. like oh well you know like instead of adam's family like what if they are all like actual monsters well didn't they do like, like an adam family reboot like recently I don't, I don't well, that was the or the movie well yeah, they did a movie and a cartoon right yeah but they're doing a show they're doing a, a show that's focused on wednesday adams and i i mean they're they're it is basically a adam's family reboot but it's it's gonna be interesting with that, and the same thing what they're doing with the monsters. Well, uh, Rob Zombie's doing that that monster show. They're supposed to be doing a reboot of that. But yeah, just we're just sorry, but interjected that point. But I was just that's my thing with it. Where I don't think it'll be. I don't know how it'll be, but I just feel that uh, like I respect it them being more dark. It's just weird to take these shows that like it's almost like a lot of that vibe was meant to be more like you know like family friendly and it's like yeah. you really wonder if it'll have the same dynamic or if it'll just be for the old fans to see what it's like now. well it's for the old fans but at the same time they want to do it because nowadays they have tv mature shows but they make it to where teenagers and kids watch it and it's so weird but that's what they do and it's the fact that you know they know the kid they know that the kids are going to watch it so they're just going to put it out there because nowadays our dynamic I mean, think about it like this. Our dynamic in, in, in our society has changed so much where now you got shows with little kids cussing like motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they, they cussing like crazy. I'm talking little ass kids cussing like crazy. Mm-hmm. And they play it off for laughs. Or they play it off for that, like that. And to me... Well, it's like yeah. real. I mean, it's supposed to be because I remember being like five years old and saying fuck and everything else in the book. I mean... Yeah, because I I had influences that you know I didn't have horrible influences, but I had teenagers you know saying yo like no yeah you you can say this and this you know whatever the fuck like yeah and and that's that's the mindset it is, but it's crazy because I mean in all reality that's that's their mindset that's what what they have now where they say okay let's appeal to this younger generation let's appeal to this let's appeal to that and it's like I get it but to an extent I'm like you know. Let's be real, because sometimes when the writers write these dialogue and whatnot, they make it way too adult for the kids, and I'm just like, bro, you know damn well no kids ain't gonna be saying no vicious shit like that. Well, sometimes when it comes to the intelligence of the kid, yes. Yeah. But it, I, I've heard some kids, I mean, say some pretty wild shit. I, yeah, I, I, I was yeah, I was a kid that said some pretty wild shit, <laughs> like when I was younger, but. Sometimes I get what you mean in the aspect that it's almost like the kids are talking like the twenty-two year olds or some shit. Like the the sentence structure and everything is so um, proper, not proper, but uh, formed. Yeah. It's so formulated. Like their brains are fully developed, and it's like I don't, 
like I guess uh, Stranger Things isn't a bad example. Like some some yeah, of the conversations like, those kids are having. Like you're really you're questioning pretty... yourself. Like, does this look like that itself together? Or it's I like, mean, do kids gotta... do kids really talk like? But like, you it... have to figure, bro. Like, think about even like Rugrats. Like that show is literally about toddlers that have like I mean, their that... brain past way older people. Like no no actual entertainment is going to have real kids do stuff to distract from what they're trying to show and have it be what you're gonna watch. Like they were gonna have, they're gonna act. Well, like if they're the main ways. character. Either even so, like if they're a, a side scene, character, they might write a kid as a kid. But I'm saying, like you're you're not gonna have them scream, cry, and do things to where it's like that will literally take away unless that's part of. No, I was about to say they're gonna write it into the movie. Yeah, if it's those part kid of the movie. actors are like honestly crazy because even at like five or six, they like listen to demands and stuff. Like, that stuff's crazy. They're actually. Crazy. Well, no, that's like I was watching. Um, oh man, this sounds horrible. I was watching like a Play-Doh, Play-Doh building competition on Amazon Prime <laughs> with my girl. I don't know if I talked. And um, <laughs> this one child actor, like, during the competition, she's, like, getting really hyped. And then she looks at the camera and just completely deadpan. She's like, oh, am I being too energetic right now? But just, like, she sounded like a complete, like, adult, like, asking, like, you know, like, line recommendations. It was like, what the fuck? Like, these kids. Like, this is, oh, yeah. this is wild. Was surprised. That's like the Olsen twins, bro. Like, but that's the thing like, where, like, if you're... You're mini adults by, like, that's, like, you're, like, a mini... If you are a child actor, you're basically, like, a mini adult. You have no idea what that means. How much older you're acting unless your parents literally take care of you. Yeah. Well, some kids literally do just sound more adult. Depends on how quickly you develop. Granted, you're not going to be an 8-year-old with the perspective of a 20-year-old. Yeah. But you could have the vocabulary, maybe. Yeah. You could have, like, the, uh, well, not the, 8's a little young. What's, but you know what I'm getting at. I mean, there's also kids where it's like, you know, they're, kids, they're literally so into toys for a long time. There are other cases where, like, you know, they could read books or read toy or read Yeah, like yeah. That. Not that that matters, but. Well, it's like uh, that uh, one guy from Trillionaire Mindset, he was saying, like, you know, he was he's been, he got into stocks when he was, like, five. Like, he just liked them. As a kid, he just thought they were fun. He's probably a great guy. Yeah. Oh, dude, probably probably a wealth of entertaining. Jeff Bezos level. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. Like, dropping in on the home of Fortnite. Jeff, exactly. where are we dropping? <laughs> you want no man, you don't want no. <laughs> Watch me one do one this kid right now. Exactly. <laughs> That's some crazy shit, though, man. I noticed that, man. It's like, with, uh, I mean, a lot of people are more focused on, on one, on uh, what you call those uh, battle arena games and shit now. Like, with, uh, like, Battle Royale games? Yeah, Battle Royale. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, like, Clash of Clans when you said Battle Arena. I was like, nah, I keep thinking about Battle Royale, Battle Royale. I keep thinking of it. I, I don't know. I could never, I tried to get into some of them, but I just don't. Have the time, bro. You know what you're sleeping just... on, though. Oh lord, what was Wizards One Hundred One, bro. Wizards One Hundred One. That's Frank's favorite game. That's your favorite. <laughs> game. You, you, you're the one that got me on the Wizards One Hundred One train. You get sponsored by them, bro. They'll send, they'll send you on a cruise around the world. Facts, facts, facts. <laughs> now it was crazy because I, had, I had, like a lot of um, my homeboys try to get me on um, Fortnite and 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 Warzone and all that stuff. Like the only game I really took time to play was Apex Legends, and I played. Yeah, and I played that for a good minute until, and like I kept getting like calls at like two in the morning talking about, "Hey, bro, man, man, get, man, hop on," or "Hey, man, hop on," and all this. I'm just like, bro, like I ain't got time for all that shit, man. Especially if I'm trying, I gotta wake up in the morning time and, and all that stuff. And at the same time, when I'm playing it, I'm not really good at it, so it's just like. You know, I get that, but I don't want to sit there, get on, and disappoint everybody and, and all that other stuff. Because, boy, 
playing, I say playing um the games back in like 08 or 07, 08 days, traumatized. <laughs> I ain't never had so many kids call me nigga in a long time. <laughs> I'm like, that's the that's the worst thing. I'm like, I like being called nigga so many times, bro. I'm like, all right, but I ain't, I ain't playing this no more. He said, I'm never going in a public chat again in, in my I'm life. Not I mean, you got kids playing Halo and stuff, and they were vicious, man. Same thing with Modern Warfare too. That shit, boy, was the worst. Yeah, there were so many your mama jokes and like, go fuck your mom. Nah, the worst was when a kid was actually good at roasting, though. They'd actually start hitting you with hard shit. Yeah. Like, like, I don't, like, this is, I I don't like like this. Once I got heated, yeah, I I was always one of the kids that, like, like, I go fuck with you. Because, like, I had, like, I grew up with my uncles and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's like, like, yeah, you either get, like, you get fed to, like, the sharks. Or no, I was about to say, as I got older, back. I got better with the roasting. Your first few times on, your first few times online and you start talking to people and shit, it's an experience. It's a learning, it's a learning curve. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, all right, man, about, about to get a time for that barbecue. First time, time first time I'm in the modern warfare, like, I'm going to play some team deathmatch. Like, fuck you, you. I, I can't I can't say some of the words. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna you know where I'm out. going with it. <laughs> we we go far, but we ain't gonna go that far. Yeah, they just type it out instead yeah. of saying it. Yeah, twelve year olds and ten year olds playing cards, catching dragons, shit is cool as hell. Still probably calling <laughs> you racial that. slurs. That's just like heroin for thirteen. Still probably calling you racial slurs. Blocked, bro. Dot 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 doesn't let him, bro. Security. Hello, parents, bro. You ever hop in the Xbox chat? You're like, guess what? Your, your parents are letting you play this because they hate you. Hit them with that, bro. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm a club penguin guy. Tell my dad. <laughs> What's your dad going to do? Like, you're good at these games because you won't be good at anything else. Fuck you, mom. Been in the Roblox servers. I'm going to pretend you never talked about that. Oh, my God. I don't even get me started on Roblox, but Roblox was something else, man. Yeah. I never played it, but I I I never seen so many young ass kids get so pissed off at that damn game. A friend of mine used to show me like videos of all these kids going ham on Roblox. I'm like, nigga, it is but not dog, that shit. Club Penguin, though. That's what I was Club saying, bro. Club <laughs> Penguin, yeah. Oh my god, don't we start a fight? R.I.P., bro. bro. She's gone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, where's, the, where's, the, where's the Paul Bears on this one, man? Give me a Paul Bears. See y'all real time it is. We take a moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was so many crazy. It's crazy how a lot of MMOs are gone now, man. It's like because some of them, I mean, and, and some of them were popular, but they ended up being bought out, or the the company just was bankrupt and couldn't keep up with them. And it kind of sucks because it's like, well, you could have just moved to another company or whatnot. But like, you, re- you ready for a nostalgia boost, Tyler? Oh, hit him! You remember Toontown? Oh, oh my! Yeah. I wanted to play Toontown so bad as a kid. Oh yeah, two thousand. I begged. I never got it, but I begged for that shit. Cam has no fucking idea. Any idea? Cam has to have some vague collection of. Oh, he has to. I don't don't think so. I bet if you ask me, I have no idea. Toontown is pretty culturally significant, though. I don't know. I bet you, if you ask people that are under the age of nineteen, they probably have no idea what it is. I don't want to live in a world where that's true. Two thousand four, I think. I don't know, but I'm gonna say it's very, it's lucid, very lucid. It came out, no, because I remember Toontown came out, like, I think, 2005, 2007, one of them. I'm going to find out. I just say it was elusive. I'm going to say that. <laughs> it was elusive. I would love to. I would just say. Toontown was a hard take, sock take commodity. It to the streets. How many people are aware of it? That's all I'm saying. 
especially. It's an older. It's an Initial older release date two thousand three. Yeah, but yo, it was liked so much that there was a there's a new Toontown up, Toontown rewritten, right there, bro. Play login. Yo, let's see this shit. I I can't get, get too lost shit. in this, but I'm just gonna look at this for a quick <laughs> second. Let's get this shit. Lost rabbit hole. Get, get, I wanna leave. Get yo, get the Migos on. Oh, it's Disney supported. Holy oh, shit. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. of course. of course. No, that's oh, amazing. Fucking uh, Toontown, baby. Bro, I think the, the craziest game that I've seen everybody go ham on back then was RuneScape. Oh, my God. RuneScape. I put so many hours into RuneScape. Bro, I ain't Holy never seen shit. so many people make. Like, I, I to this day, I still remember that this one. My homeboy showed me a music video with the Yin Yang Twins. Saw Armageddon playing in the background, and I'm just sitting there like, I'm like, nigga, you playing Yin Yang Twins, Armageddon, yeah, on Escape, <laughs> bro. That's how you know you put dedication on this shit. Like that's how you know you made an entire video of that and say, you know what, I, you know what, this this whole thing needs it needs Yin Yang Twins, bro. It needs Yin Yang Twins. We need Armageddon on this one. You know, we we just we just sitting there clicking and, and pushing. But that Yin Twins is See, a You got that level. PvP going though, you yeah. need that. You get those zoom ins on the characters. <laughs> exactly. while hit... He's zooming on the strength potion as he's as he's drinking that shit. You exactly. see him eating like three lobsters, bro. He gets the root. <laughs> exactly. He trades the root. He trades the rune scimitar out for the D dagger bro. poison, bro. Facts. He starts hitting poison damage on them, zooming in, zooming out. You're like, holy <laughs> shit. This I think that's dedication. Oh my god, bro! <laughs> I just took dedication. myself back. I was, <laughs> I was in another I place like for a second, bro. It's like eight fifty three hundred. Really, like so, it's kind of like pixelized. Like, You've never played RuneScape. Uh, if you I'm ever so played, sorry. what did you play outside or some shit, bro? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah like yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, dog. I mean, I play video games. But I'm sorry, bro. I, I, that dungeon crawling, uh, so dungeon crawling games, man, are like. They're, they're a quiet case. If you play dungeon crawler games, then it's dope. But other than that, nah, I mean, a lot of I can see a lot of people being really bored. But in, yeah. all, in all honesty, some I can people, see some people play dungeon crawler games. And some people crawl through dungeons in real life. Facts. Facts. It's hot. Facts. See, we sitting there dropping fire flames, and I'm surprised my, my the mic is not on fire right now. <laughs> <laughs> You got there with the Nintendo 64. I'm in the basement making the power work, bro. Running, exactly. running on that treadmill, bro. You were never made the power. Work. I've, been, I've been electrocuted, bro. You were outside I'm pouring going, vinegar I'm on going, bugs, figuring like out what would happen. Yeah, bro's crying, putting snakes in ant piles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Wild as stuff. kids do. Uh, <laughs> Colgate, <laughs> Keep Mr. It, keep clean, it clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Yo. Sponsored by PETA. Exactly. exactly. The bread, not the organization. I was talking about the star. PETA star? No, I was talking about like professional <laughs> actress. Who's PETA? What? PETA, the PETA, PETA Griffin? Hey, PETA. <laughs> You're just digging yourself into a deeper and darker hole. PETA. It had to be done. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. But all right, so um, the what movie are y'all looking forward to this year? Uh, season two of Invincible, bro. 
Facts. I don't really. I, I know. I don't. I don't really watch. I don't really watch movies, bro. I'd have to look up. Well, movies. show. Okay, so movie and show. I'll I'll look up movies right now. I'll see. So, I'll find I, out real quick. I don't know exactly what the show is called, but I know that the uh, I think it's Robert Eggers, but the same one that did the Lighthouse. Northman. Uh, yes. There we go. Thank you. Tyler. I can't wait for Northman. Shout out to Robert Eggers. That's supposed man, to be man. very good. Shout out to so, Robert. E- hell yeah. Shout out to Robert. Have you seen The Lighthouse, yeah. Rob? You should watch that movie. That should have you tripping. That's just crazy. Man, where like, can... Physically, mentally. It should be on Prime Video. Yeah, so. Yo, um, if y'all could leave y'all Prime information in the <laughs> comments, I would, or DM me, you know, just go to the page. You find, you know, you find your boy, just Max. Just DM me your Prime stuff. Support. I, yeah, support. Or you, you go on the illegal sites and, and, and Check it out. <laughs> oh, bro. I don't want the FBI just popping up on my door, you know? Facts. You know I'm excited for the tragedy of Macbeth with Denzel Washington. Hey. hey. I want to actually see that movie, Let's though. Let's go. Does it, does it look good production-wise? I could see that I could see that being good. Like A lot of people have been saying it's, it's phenomenal. They say this is phenomenal. They say this is, like, the most reinvented, like, re-invented Like, Shakespearean, like, okay. It says, re- like, this is the most, act- like, actual, really reinvented. Yeah, Shakespeare. Well, I remember like even back in the day when they would show like Othello in school. I mean, those those weren't like horrible. I could see those being good yeah. if they're done right. So, yeah, like I'm, I I could see it all. But this one, aside. they said this was a little bit more brutal. Oh, the new Jackass is supposed to come Yo, out this yeah. year. You whore! I was about to talk about that. Well, you can you can <laughs> now. Yeah. Are you not able to? I, was, I think it's February fourth. In fact, I remember what you were seeing. Wow, it sounds like you looked it up. I, I, I'm about to go see that movie, Gosh, Jackass. Bro, yeah. We all Hell go see yeah. a whole group of 50 people. Hell yeah. Fifth, exactly. you go rolling deep. No masks. None. We'll, Not we'll, even we'll six fight feet. each other in the movie theater. <laughs> Yo. Florida be like that. You can just do whatever you want. Exactly. No law. Fuck the law. No. <laughs> we do not we do not condone that. Pictures here. of beer. Picture, no. Sneakerella. Bro. Disney Yo. Plus updates the Cinderella story to modern day sneaker culture. There's no, I don't want no it. fucking way in God's name that's anymore. real. They're making another it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, bro. It might be. I don't know. Batman, Robert Pattinson. Batman's the new Robert Pattinson. They've been making that for a while. That's probably yeah, no, I've heard a little bit about that. Dude, uh, they made it PG-13. Yeah. Um, it's why. I mean, it might be good though. I ain't gonna front. Like, I think the new Batman might be good. I think you posted. I think didn't you? Wait, post? Cap. Yeah. Nah, if that. Nah, if this like fighting like that. No, but you, didn't yeah. you post something about the Batman? Uh, Batman Beyond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman. They're doing a Batman Beyond movie too. That would be hype. Uh, yeah, Batman Beyond was sick. That I think they're going to. I mean, I I really hope that they continue that with the um with the Flash, like the Flash movie. I hope that they like introduce the new Batman. You know, Batman Beyond in there. I really hope that so. would be. Oh yeah, that would be dope. Cause yeah, the trailer's been out for a good minute now. Yeah, the the um the, the flash trailer. Yeah, well that one came out last year, and then what's his name was kind of confused on because it was kind of funny when they dropped the trailer and everything, and, and Ezra Miller was kind of like confused. He was like, you know, bro, yeah, I was kind of confused when it was two. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> but um. Yo, second Avatar is coming out. James Cameron Avatar. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Pocahontas too gonna be crazy. They're they're making they're making Guillermo. No, no, I meant Avatar. Wait, too. Guillermo del Toro oh, is making a Pinocchio. Yeah, that sounds that's okay. I'm excited for that. I don't even know what that entails, but that sounds fucking sick. 
They're making a new Beavis and Butthead movie. Okay, I'm okay. I'm low key excited for that. They're okay. There's there's some shit I'm kind of kind of hyped for. Yeah, I mean it, it's I do the main thing I really am hyped for this year is Multiverse of Madness. That's gonna be low key, bro. That's gonna be low-key. Bro, See, shout out to and with that being said, shout out to uh Tom for I want to say John Watts for um No Way Home, bro. The that meme, that's the meme, bro. Yes, the yeah. meme. <laughs> No Way Home equals the meme. Oh God, Williams. That's legit. No spoilers. If you haven't seen No Way Home, take your ass home. Exactly. If you have not seen No Way Home, you, I don't know what y'all doing. The fact. <laughs> Like, y'all should have already seen that. If y'all haven't, I mean, it was going to be coming out pretty soon. It's going to come out, I think, next month um, on the digital. Because they already sold, they're already selling the um, the uh, bundles already on, on uh, Voodoo. But um, with that being said, happy 60th year anniversary of Spider Man this year. Oh, wow. It's 60 Great. years of Spider Man, bro. What the hell? That's, That's my favorite. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to to, to Stanley for for creating one of the most greatest superheroes of all time, um, and Jack Kirby, and anybody else who's involved with like brand new Spider-Man stories. Uh, shout out to them. We're gonna probably later down the line we're gonna probably do an episode of Spider-Man. But with that being said, I just wanted to say that because it's just phenomenal. But we're reaching down to the last minutes, man. Uh, Y'all have any words y'all want to say and predictions of this year that y'all want to give out before we head out? Betty White's going to come back alive as Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo, Bob Saget, bringing her in on a golden chariot. <laughs> but nah, on a, on a side note, um, I think that everyone should try to have a better year. Um, obviously, last year was pretty hard. So, you know, let's go into this year with, uh, you know, the status of some things have been recently I think we're all gonna die. Yeah, now you know. But we're gonna we're gonna have a fun ride. Yep, yep, you know. Facts, facts. Yeah, I mean, last words, Matt. Yeah, my last word was Betty White's gonna come back as Jesus. I was about Christ. to say he had the oh, most. Yeah, that was best. <laughs> that was beautiful. All right, man. Well, this is your boy Lucha Longworth, and hey. I wanted to say, man, thank you all for tuning in this year. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have a whole bunch of new stuff. And I have a final message on after this show. So you're going to hear it after we get done with this. Um, with that being said, man, y'all have an awesome weekend. And y'all make sure to move forward and not backwards this year, man. Y'all make sure y'all show love to each other. And make sure that you look out for each other no matter what. No matter the craziness that's going on around you. You know, make sure y'all move forward and do whatever you can to make yourself happy. You feel me? With that being said, it's your boy Lucha Lone Wolf. It's your boy Tuday. Y'all have a good night. South. Just Matt. Peace out, my brothers and sisters. Stay juicy. No J. Hello, everybody. This is your boy Lucha Lone Wolf. I want to share with y'all some awesome things that's coming on this year. But off the bat, I want to talk about our brand new YouTube channel, No Music, No Life ENT. We have all of our music, all of our videos, and even our podcasts on there. Make sure to check out not only me, 
with my boy Timmy B, my boy Just Max, and also D'Air. We have tons of new music coming out pretty soon. Also, I want to share with y'all that I am dropping a new project called Tales from the Wolf. It's going to be part of a brand new series that I'm going to be releasing throughout this year. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. And also, do not forget I'm dropping my awesome album, Don't Mind My Aesthetics. You're going to see a lot more of that in the coming year. But also make sure y'all tune in for my boy Timmy B when he's dropping his sophomore project, The Follow-Up, which is going to be epic, and I have no doubt you will love that. Also, we got my boy Just Max dropping Love World, which is going to be coming out pretty soon. Y'all are going to see his range on everything. And also check out my boy Dier, who's going to be dropping some projects pretty soon. You know we guys show love over in Germany. <laughs> With that being said, this is your boy Lucha Long Wolf, and I just want to drop in and say, hey, this is a brand new year, and this is a brand new us. It's KMKL, no music, no life, ENT. Make sure y'all tune in. Peace.